2: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Could the Dallas Cowboys be getting ready to make a surprise pick at number 26? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys
3: Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day.
2: Locked, locked On. Locked On. Locked, locked On. on. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using the promo code Locked on Caps in the game. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, it is draft day. I've had about five cups of coffee. I've watched the movie already. I am pumped.
0: Yeah, uh, I had a nice little surprise at a 3 a.m. this morning when my uh, eight-year-old decided to kick in the door and decided uh, to to wake us all up after I had basically just gone to sleep only an hour before. Uh, so I I am also very caffeinated mm. and also very excited because uh, it's it's all happening. It's 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 football Christmas. It's it's all of it wrapped into one. Yes. We finally made it. We're just near hours away from uh, from the celebration.
2: Yeah, and hey, uh, this is. The morning of the draft is always a lot of fun because you get all these insiders posting their mock drafts. You get these last-second thoughts. You got Now the the sports books are becoming a factor here. People are kind of seeing the changes in the lines. One of the things that we've seen that really started last night in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft from NFL.com was Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State, going to the Dallas Cowboys. Then this morning, heard some more rumblings about Musgrave. Uh, Todd McShay from ESPN just so happened to put Luke Musgrave in his first round. And then we cut. sorry, Luke Luke Musgrave to Dallas in the first round. And then we've seen several other mocks today having Luke Musgrave mocked around the Cowboys. So just initial thoughts on all this Luke Musgrave buzz. Well, there's so much to
0: cover here. Really, I, I think let's start with why some of this buzz makes some sense, right? Mar- Marcus and I were having a conversation about this last night as it was kind of all developing. And, and I've had this theory, and, and I think Marcus agrees with me, that McCarthy has been better about uh, managing leaks and man- managing information flow in and out of the star way better than the Garrett administration ever was. Yeah. Um, and I think that that has played itself out in the way that we've kind of come up, come upon a come across some of these uh, uh, players that they are are potentially interested in drafting. Think about what happened with Tyler Smith last year. Right, right around the uh, you know the the day or two days before the draft, that is when we started hearing the whispers of his name into the wind. That is when it started becoming uh, uh, clear that the Cowboys were potentially interested in this player. Right around the same timeline, when we started hearing about Luke Musgrave as well. I, I will say this: uh, just kind of my initial thought was it does make some sense because the Cowboys have shown interest in all the other tight ends that are in that group. The only name, there is a Luke Musgrave sized hole in their visit in their visit list, right? Because they, they, they clearly had interest or at least looked at Washington Kincaid. We know Kincaid and mayor are, are, are high on their list. We, we, we've heard that they have some interest in Tuck, Tucker craft the well, guy both that's
2: crafted been... Washington were both 30 visits.
0: Yeah, and Sam LaPorta too is another name we've also heard the Cowboys have visited with. There is a huge Luke Musgrave size hole in that list, right? So uh, that part doesn't uh, doesn't shock me. I think the thing that would surprise me if if he ends up being the pick is the and someone brought it up to me yesterday. The Cowboys are usually very good about picking safe picks in the first round, like high four players. They they don't want to miss on their first round pick. Musgrave is a lot of things, but I would definitely say that he is not one of the safest one of he these tight not. ends that that you could have dra- that you could
2: draft. He is not safe, and let's let's talk about why he's not considered a safe prospect. Number one, he just hasn't played a lot. Uh, missed most of last season with the knee injury. He was behind an actual couple NFL players early on in his career. I I think he's only played 20 games in college. Yeah, I
0: think it was like something like 13 starts in the last 2 years or something like that.
2: Yeah. So he's hasn't played a lot. He's not a blocker. Like that's just not his game. On top of that, the production's really really limited. Two career touchdowns, nine career drops, two in his career two broken tackles like not somebody who is going to you know you throw the ball to him in the flats and he's going to make a bunch of guys miss like not his game but there is upside here and that's oh why God, we've yes. seen him you know, and that and that's <laughs> yeah. why we've seen him pretty frequently be mocked inside the top 50 picks
0: i actually will push back a little bit because i think he's actually a better blocker than a lot of people are giving credit for or at yeah. least he has the tools to become a good blocker because he's big he's strong he has very very good lower body flexibility and that's i mean we'll get into like the the high points of him but i tend to think that the the risk with musgrave is almost exclusively in two categories injury injury related which you know he's coming off an acl but he doesn't necessarily have a
2: huge history of injuries you know are we sure it's an acl the, the, the reason I I'm, asked, inter-
0: I'm interested to hear this. Yeah. Well, because yeah, I mean,
2: that's interesting because if you're
0: saying this, because I was shocked to find out that he tore his ACL in the third game, and suddenly he's able to participate in the combine and the Senior Bowl. So if you yeah, got a, another theory here,
2: I'm well, yeah, that's, it was never confirmed that it was an ACL injury, but he went to the Senior Bowl. It looked yeah. really good. I mean, he was clearly the he, best tight end of the season. He board. was the fastest tight end that they've ever
0: recorded since yes. they've started since they've started measuring speed yes. uh, using GPS at, at the Senior Bowl. Yes. I mean, not just this year, ever that I they've know. ever recorded. So, right. uh, yeah, uh, he clearly is at a at a state of health that he was able to accomplish that. You know, <laughs>
2: oh, so okay. The, 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 I'm sorry. The other category. No, I was going to make I just is... I'm just thinking. There's there's like so many of these things that are just rattling around in my brain. I'm not sure how to get them out, but go ahead, please. I was just going to say
0: the other, th- the other category of my risk, or, or I feel like where he may not make the upside is, is what you just mentioned. He isn't super developed.
3: He hasn't no, played not. a ton
0: of football. He, he, he started playing football. I think his senior year in high school or something. Yeah. This is the guy that I'm sure if you've heard Dane talk, he's, he's a four sport athlete. That's the thing that Dane keeps sitting on is that he played all these other sports that are very unusual for a football yep. player and then came to football late. But I think that that's what makes him so unique as well. I I, I just, you don't see many guys that are that tall, as big as he is. I mean, he's too easy, two fifty plus, easy six five. I think like, he was.
2: I, well, he was closer to six six than he is six five. Yeah, and he, I think he was two fifty six at the uh, at the combine. So let's say it was an ACL injury, right? Yeah, he was running within seven months of the injury. Actually, not even seven months. He was running a four six one at two hundred sixty <laughs> pounds. Yeah, you know, with a with like a, a one five four split, if I'm not mistaken, too, which is ridiculous.
0: Like that's a good wide receiver split. If yeah. you watch him play, you just don't see many big tight ends that move this low to the ground with such smoothness. And I think that's a, 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 a attribution to his uh, his skiing uh to his lacrosse playing. I think the skiing helps with that hip flexibility because you have to open things up when you're slaloming and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, he gets really low and his his pad level is really low, and he can really move. Look. I will also say about the nine drops. Four of those nine drops, which is half of them, came his sophomore year when uh, before he really kind of broke out in, in into the rest of the season. So, you know, th- that's absolutely true. He did have a lot of not, uh, drops, and he still, I think, ended up with five to, yeah. a five to two drop ratio in those last two seasons. So that's not great either, either. But I, I think that the drop thing is not as much a concern for me as some of the other stuff.
2: Uh, I want to talk about why I think the Cowboys are interested in Luke Musgrave and why he could potentially be the pick at number 26 for the Cowboys next. This episode is brought to you by ultimate football GM. You've heard us talk about this mobile game before, and if you ever thought that you'd make a good GM, you've got to give this game a try. It's not quite as easy as you think to create a dynasty, when you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and try to lead your team to glory. With Ultimate Football GM, you are responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right co- coaches and coordinators, managing the salary cap and all the finances uh, throughout the year. Plus, you're going to have free agency, the draft, player and personnel issues that pop up, locker room stuff, and all the ups and downs of the season. All of this in a challenging but realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. Locked On Cowboy listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you see the promo code locked ON, all in caps, in the game store. That is locked ON, all in caps, so make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com, ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. I want to let you guys know about the Locked On NFL Scouting Show, which is going live on YouTube with Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino uh, with other Locked On NFL local experts at 7.30 Eastern time on Thursday. You can go to their channel. They're going to be talking all night about round one and round two and round three on Friday. And then on Saturday, after every round, they'll be there to recap all of the action. So, again, 7.30 Eastern time. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting uh, YouTube page with the Draft Dudes. Uh, Landon, let's talk about why this move makes sense. Kind of when you look back at what the Cowboys have done the last couple of years in the draft, we we've seen them kind of go away from safe prospects, to be honest, right? Like hmm. say what you will about Tyler Smith. He was not a safe prospect, right? He had a hmm. bunch of holding penalties in college. He played at Tulsa, didn't play at a power five school, but he had great athleticism and power. They took him in the first round uh, last year. Second round, they took Sam Williams, somebody who had a 96 relative athletic score. Not super polished, but highly, highly athletic. 2021, they took Micah Parsons, kind of this hybrid guy who didn't play a lot of football because of the COVID year, right? Skipped, uh, what, the 2020 season, but they gambled on athleticism. I I wonder if this is a change in philosophy of let's – stop taking the guys who are maybe a little bit capped out or maybe are limited athletically, and let's kind of shoot for the stars here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good point. I mean, obviously, I just kind of uh, made the opposite point, but but I think that doing so was, was kind of a, a, a historical trend that frankly predates Mike McCarthy. You're not wrong. Like, this is one of those things that maybe the philosophy has changed uh, a little bit since McCarthy's come in and, and about the type of players they 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 would rather put the the onus on coaches. And this brings me to another point that you brought up that I want to give you credit for that I think is great. I think the Cowboys have really strong confidence in Linda Wells's ability to develop mm-hmm. tight ends. Um I think clearly like this is this is something you brought up to me when we were discussing that You know, and and it's a great point. Like you look at what what he was able to do with Ferguson, you look at what he was able to do with Hendershot. Maybe they have confidence that because here's the thing about Luke Lusgrave. it's there. Like it's not like you have to develop him to become a great receiving threat. I I mean, honestly, he can line up and run the seam and be a seam buster for you right now. Right now, Uh, I I think that you if you got a, a coach who can develop a player. Then Lunda Wells, I mean, then <laughs> I'm already confusing the player with the coach. Then Musgrave is not as low a floor player uh, as like some of these other guys. I mean, it's not like you see tape of him doing things really poorly. It, you know, honestly, I think he he runs routes really well. He understands how to be physical through contact. You know, despite what it says about the the, the drops overall in his career, I think he catches the football well. He can high point it. He has some, you know, some nuanced stuff that he could work on, but this is not a guy that, like, you're going to need to draft and redshirt by any stretch of the imagination. He will get on the field and play. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much, depending on you know, how it goes.
2: 98th percentile athlete, and you see yeah. it. Like, I think I tweeted it last night. There's just some routes that he can run that no other tight end in this class can do because there's tight ends in this class that are faster than he is. But there's t- they're, they're not as big as he is either, right? So yeah. I actually I think I sent you one of the plays. He's running like this deep over route, and he just beats a say actually I think it was a linebacker to the spot, and because he's so big, it just presents this massive catch radius. So there's a lot to like. It is a highly highly risky pick just because. Man, I I always get nervous about guys that can't stay on the field, especially at that position. Like, that was one of the things that we liked about Jason Witten the most is, like, you knew he was going to be out there regardless, right? And it's one of those positions that you just have to find ways to keep yourself healthy. But if if the goal is to find the next Jimmy Graham, Travis Kelsey type that can change the way you play offense, Musgrave has a hint of that.
0: I'll just bring two things that kind of popped up. You talked about the the kind of over route that he ran that was unique. I don't know if you saw but I think it was against Fresno State maybe. Mm-hmm. He ran a across the field wheel route. Did yep. you see that where yep. he ran an over and then an up mm-hmm. and he and the smoothness in which he transitioned from running over to up the field for a guy who's 6'6" 250 is rare. I mean, again, it it's because he's of a very non-traditional athletic upbringing. This is a guy who, you know, is a is a is a hurdler. He's a he's a and is a slalom skier. So his he moves differently than a lot of these other guys. I, I will also mention too that about the injury, I I think I tend to agree. I don't love that I'm not comfortable with exactly what the injury was, but I will say that it's not like he has multiple of these sort of lower uh, undescribed lower body injuries you know what i'm saying like it was one injury and i will add add in this imagine what just based on the first two games you saw of the 2022 20, season before he got hurt in week 3 imagine if you were able to extrapolate that out through a whole season where do you feel like this guy would have gone like i i feel like if, if he had had a season if he had shown us and developed you know just kind of a normal curve i think this guy would have been top 15 pick.
2: it's possible yeah i mean yeah it's possible and that's what's so tricky about this do you feel like you're getting value here because of the injury or are you over drafting him a little bit because of what he potentially could be Without i don't know the risk i don't right? know
0: that's that's uh, the game
2: i want to talk about why the cowboys seem so dead set on drafting a tight end in round one or if even that's the case and maybe you disagree with that uh but let's do that next This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and the calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. It's Built Bar. You've got to try it. They taste healthy. They're absolutely, they taste amazing. They're absolutely healthy for you. Only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. Come in so many great flavors, including churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. Best of all, Covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That is right, real chocolate. And now you don't even have to wait. You can still go to Built.com, see their whole selection of Built Bars and Built Built Puffs over there. But if you live next to a Walmart, go to the pharmacy section. You can pick up a four-bar box of the cookies and cream, the double chocolate, or the coconut puff. Or if you happen to live close to Sam's Club, like I do, you can run in, you can grab a 13-bar box with some of the hit flavors, including brownie batter puff and churro puff, and you can thank us later.
3: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Real real quick, public service announcement. Make sure you hide your built bars because if you have any 8-year-olds
2: in the house, they will find them. Yes, they will. Uh, my I daughter it. calls it. My daughter calls it special treat, which she wants a special <laughs> treat. She gets a. She gets a built car.
3: <laughs>
2: all right, Landon. Let's uh, let's talk about just the Cowboys' interest in tight ends because yeah. I've been seeing this all day today. Some people are just dead set against the Cowboys selecting a tight end in round one because of the depth of this class. Like, why do you need to grab one of these guys in round one if you can wait till rounds two, three, four to grab a similar player? What are your thoughts?
0: Well, I would simply point to the, the actual mock draft in which these people are being drafted. The reason that the, these teams are having the Cowboys grabbing Luke Musgrave is because Dalton Kincaid and Mayer are already off the board by the time uh, they get to 26. and And I think in this draft, if Laporta wasn't already off the board, he comes off the board like two okay. or three picks later. Yep. So by the end of the first round, you've already eaten up four of these six tight ends that we uh, have all targeted as immediate starters, right. Or as guys that could come in and immediately contribute in a heavy way as, as much as a tight end can. Right. Um, So I think that's the answer, right. Is that as much as we talk about the depth of, of the class, I think these guys are going to go very quickly. Um, I will also add that I think what the Cowboys are looking for is adding an impact pass catcher. And, I think that they are finding that they're going to get more bang for their buck from a tight end, as far as just an impact player, a, someone who's going to be on the field more than potentially a fourth wide receiver that you drafted. Uh, and, and I think that they they view that as a, a good meeting of the value in this class and what they're looking for. So that's why I think that they're looking for tight end. I think if the wide receiver class was better near the top or better in the first round, I think that that would be more of a focus. But listen. I mean, they, they clearly brought in a whole bunch of wide receivers. They clearly were trying to look at, at these guys to see if this is what they were looking for. I think that they went through all these evaluations and determined that their best situation for getting an impact player that's a pass catcher was more than likely to get a tight end in the first round than being able to potentially even get one of these wide receivers they want in the first round or waiting another round for, you know that that group of wide receivers to be eaten up between twenty-six and fifty-eight. Yep.
2: And I just don't think the depth in this class matters all that much to the Cowboys because you don't need a Jake Ferguson. You don't need that number tight no. ed- two tight end that can block a little bit or even that number three guy that can, you know, be as an H That's just not what you need. What you need is something different, right? Somebody who can be a threat as a receiver, whether that's Kincaid with his quickness and being able to win after the catch or whether it's Musgrave, who can win down the field. I just don't know if the the Luke Shunamakers or the Bretton Stranges or Will Mallory's or the name your third, fourth, fifth, and on tight end. I just don't know if those guys do anything for Dallas.
0: They're not just looking for another body. I mean, they will look for another body if they don't get a tight end in the first round. But I don't think that that's what they're hoping to do with their tight end yeah. room. I, I, I think they're because hoping to... Because they've
2: got three guys they like already,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think no, they're I hoping to... I, I know you did. I know you did, buddy. Uh, <laughs> they're hoping for a guy... A <laughs> they're still trying to make it. Uh, but, you know, They're hoping to add a guy to the top that's going to change the equation uh, a little bit. Now that they've kind of sh- done their shuffling around at wide receiver, look, they can they could still add an impact wide receiver, but it's it's not going to... Uh, he's not going to have as much opportunity as a first-round tight end potentially would to be on the field to make that same impact. So
2: yeah. I think it makes sense. All right, final prediction before we uh, we head out and we watch the draft tonight. Who do you have the Cowboys taking at pick number 26? Let's, let's, actually, let's, let's rephrase it. What yeah. position do you have the Cowboys taking at number 26? I think it has to be
0: either a tight end – uh, an offensive lineman or a pass rusher so i i it may and i guess i would probably put it in in or if i'm power ranking positions right i would say tight end pass rusher offensive yeah.
2: mm, 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 mm. i'm gonna go michael mayer as their
0: pick you're just going straight up and picking a name huh that's fair I think I think Mayor is probably the betting favorite, right? I don't know probably. actually what the,
2: the- – And to be honest, the two names I came down to, I think it's between Will McDonald and Michael Mayer. If I had to bet, I think McDonald's more likely to be there than Mayer. I just get the sense that Mayer is not going to be a fit for everybody, that he's going to fall a little bit because he's just not quite as dynamic as some of these other tight ends in the class. Maybe. Um but we shall see. We'll see what the Cowboys do when they are on the clock at pick number 26. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you guys for making your uh, making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Landon, you and I will be back tonight to break down the Cowboys selection, assuming they make one. Even if they don't, we'll be back here yeah, to get you we'll ready for day two. Follow the show on YouTube, uh, Locked On Cowboys over there. Follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you guys next time.